Disclaimer, I am not a health expert, nor am I claiming to be one. This segment is merely my opinion backed by facts. If you're curious about marijuana, speak with your doctor and get their recommendation. I'm sure many of you have heard in the past week or or so about Shikari Richardson, an Olympic sprinter who tested positive for marijuana and is being suspended for about a month. So that would not allow her to do the 100 meter sprint. It would qualify her for the relay. But unfortunately, the team left her off the roster, which led me to thinking about how far we've come as a culture with marijuana. And yet we have ways to go. She, like many other athletes, have been denied doing what they love or even live for over something that doesn't even give you any enhancements as far as training goes. Many argue it can help with inflammation and recovery, which most athletes are probably taking pills for prescription or over-the-counter anyways. I used to play football in high school. And uh, by the way, if you're curious, my position was left bench. And without uh, saying any names, I recall... At the high school level, people taking Vicodins and pills uh, just to like not feel anything pretty much. And that was at the high school level. Now, imagine being in the NFL with more access to legal drugs. And I put that in quotes. Uh, just give me the shot, coach. I'll be ro- I'll be all right. Just imagine the damage that would do to your body not being able to feel anything. And you actually having something damaged, but you're basically just numb to the pain. So you're just going to do more damage to your body. Athletes such as Nick Diaz, which is Nate Diaz's older brother, uh, was suspended for five years, but it got reduced to 18 months. And that was back in 2015. Uh, Josh Gordon was also suspended on multiple occasions. Uh, That's probably the more relevant one that most everyone knows. Uh, Michael Phelps also was caught with a picture after the Olympics holding a bong. Obviously, he probably used it. Uh, Ricky Williams, also another person that everyone knows back in 03, struggling between uh, smoking, marijuana testing, positive. He actually is doing... uh, stuff related to anxiety and depression now because he he spoke on that and said that that he was struggling with it at the time. And you also have Mike Tyson as well. He never tested positive with marijuana, but he's also doing like wellness centers that involve marijuana and uh, just for like troubled youth and stuff. Um, now we have uh, Shikari Richardson, uh, 21 years of age, missing out uh, possibly a moment in her lifetime that she'll never get back. Hopefully in the next Olympics, she'll qualify and, you know, it won't test positive for marijuana. And she's come out and, you know, took full responsibility for actions, not like denying that she didn't do it, which I commend her for. Um, she's, you know, lost her mom and not, I'm not making any excuses for her. She said she was struggling with like depression and anxiety and stuff like that. So uh, it's understandable. But at the same time, being an athlete at that level, you should know you you have a list of things that you can't do or people around you that will let you know. And I feel like that's something that you should keep in mind, especially being 21 years of age, having an opportunity like that and all the doors that will be open because of, you know, obviously she was going to shatter the record. She's very fast. 
And that was going to open a lot of opportunities. I'm not saying she's going to lose those opportunities, but we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, yet alone in two years. So hopefully she comes back stronger. And uh, leading up to that, the NFL and the MMA community, specifically the UFC, are the biggest ones that have loosened the restrictions. The NBA also during the bubble said that they weren't going to randomly drug test for THC, which is big, I'm sure. Now that the NFL and the UFC have kind of loosened the restrictions on marijuana, the NBA will probably end up looking at it that closer as well. The NFL won't be testing their players from April 20th to August 19th, pretty much the whole offseason. They're more focused on trying to get people help for substance abuse. They upped their uh, nanogram reader from 35 to 150 for THC. And it's kind of funny because like the UFC, their threshold was at 180. Even now with the NFL, when they test you during the season, it's still lower amounts of THC than the UFC did originally. But now they don't even have that. All but five states have either decriminalized it or completely legalized marijuana. But it's still recognized as a Schedule One drug under federal law. I think these steps are in the right direction, being that these athletes are are putting their bodies through a lot during the season and training to allow them to alleviate pain or inflammation with something that's more natural rather than having to take pills and stuff like that. They should start looking at alcohol as they do marijuana in the NFL and focus on that. Way more domestic violence because of alcohol, not because of marijuana, but that's a topic for another time. That's going to wrap it up for this segment of Closer Look at marijuana in sports. A few of us have been on vacation, so look for us next week. We hit up uh, episode 10. It's going to be it's going to be fun and it's going to have all of us. Once again, thank you guys and we'll see you next time. <laughs>